1: hey everybody remember us we used to do a show called belligerence and i'm dean and i am jay and uh, we're back after a couple weeks in quarantine yeah. um and we're breaking the rules yes we are you're sitting next to me i'm i'm less than uh well i'm about two feet away from you well all right here's the thing so for those of you who don't know already jay and i basically live together <laughs> we, li- we live in the same building um with our wives with our wives in the in same sort room of in, in, in a shoebox. box yeah. and uh we see a lot of Gina each other. Gina and I anyway. share a bed, and then our wives share a bed. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> um, so we can't avoid each other as it is. Uh, so we're probably fine. I like it, 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 we're lucky in a way because at least I get to hang out with somebody. Yeah, right. Because <laughs> like basically everybody else I know, including like Gina, hasn't seen her friends in like a month. Yeah. Um. So yeah, this kind of sucks. Yeah, it does. Uh, our last show was on March sixteenth. So Jesus, yeah, I know. So that was, uh, it'll be two weeks tomorrow or no, a little more than two weeks, I guess.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Cause I, I literally left work on the 13th for like a little mini vacation and then you never went back and then Saturday they called me and said, don't bother coming in.
1: Yeah. So our last show was uh Thursday, the 16th, which was like, or at least that was the day it was published. I think we recorded it a couple of days before that. Um, but man, have things changed since then. So, Back on that date, we were talking about, like, some states reacting to it. Uh, like, there was no mandatory stay-at-home order. Nope. There was, like, a, a maybe a couple thousand cases in the U.S. Yeah. And now, so we're recording this on April 5th. Um, as of today, there's, I think, 330,000 cases in the U.S. and 9,100 people have died. Um, so, yeah, you know, things have changed. Um Yep, it's it, it's crazy how much different it is. So I work from home usually anyway, right? Yeah, like even during normal times, I'm home four days a week. The difference between doing that on my own and being told to do it is a lot. It's weird. It, it's weird. Like I, I I should be used to this, but it's really wearing me out. I'm, I'm I I don't know about you. Well, we'll talk about but, me in a minute, but. My anxiety has just been nonstop, 24-7. Um, and I actually got tested today for coronavirus. Um, yeah. Now, again, before anyone freaks the fuck out, I don't have it. Or at least I don't have any symptoms of it. I was lucky enough to have an opportunity to get
0: Well, you test. might have it. You just might be uh, asymptomatic.
1: Yeah. And in my opinion is that every single person should get tested. Yeah. I know that that's not feasible yet. But just because you don't have symptoms, if you have access to a test, take the test.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, Because now the CDC is saying that a quarter to 50% of people um, may have it and be asymptomatic. So, you know, hey, better safe than sorry. But I found out as a result of that test that I most likely have asthma because my lungs are quiet. I didn't know that was a thing. It's weird. So the nurse practitioner kind of checked me out after the test. Actually, let me talk about the test for a second. (laughs) Oh my fucking God, that test, Jay. It is. It's it's 30 seconds, and like I shouldn't complain, because like people are going through a lot worse than this, obviously. But the fucking test, they basically swab your frontal lobe. They shove this fucking long ass. So they, they swab you for strep, for the flu and for COVID and the COVID test is like a, a foot long swab yeah. that they shove about five inches into your head and then they spin it like clockwise, yeah, I get the, cause they got to get it. And they do that for 15 seconds in each, in each nostril. nostril. Yeah. That's an eternity. <gasps> like when you're, when someone's sitting in your face counting to 15, it well, it might as well be a thousand. Well,
0: let me ask you: when when they did that thing to me in the eye doctor, when you were sitting there, oh, that was
1: obviously worse,
0: right? But no, I'm just asking: like, how long was that? Because that felt a like a few minutes. Literally, dude, I felt like I was on. He was he was probing my eye for an hour. You haven't talked about that. Is it better? No, I oh. still have. Like right now, look. If I shift away and then look quick again, this well, is. Well, if you look at the white wall, is it worse? No. Oh, it's from- bright light, but if I move quickly, you have a big white blob in front of your face. Oh, no,
1: that's just me. That's re- that's reality. I I actually have I have built in motion blur in my reality. No, so it's I also not- have a theme song that plays when I start running. Great. Okay. Um, that's an interesting theme song. Did you just make that up? I did. I'm pretty sure that's already a song.
0: Yeah. Well, I mean, so, yeah, when you told me you were going to go get tested, um, you know, I'm like, okay, and and that's a good thing, and maybe I should do the same, but you actually have to tell them
1: that you think you might have symptoms Well, in order to have it done. So I found out something today, and I'm actually telling you this for the first time on the show. This... There's a nursing home behind our building. And yes, there is. Yesterday, Jay and I were going for a walk. Oh, that was interesting. So we went for a walk yesterday, and and by the way, everybody, um, if there's a golf course near you, take advantage because that's yeah. that's a kind of a hidden secret. Maybe not anymore. All eighty people are going to listen to the show. Maybe. Um, by the way, I, our numbers are down, so like feel well, free to just bullshit on this show. Oh, seriously, no that, one's listening to podcasts. The first apparently. time,
0: the first time a couple of weeks ago when we went for a walk in the cemetery. There was nobody there. Yeah. Laura went down there to visit her mom's grave. Same place that we walked. Yeah. And she said,
1: it's fucking ridiculous. Well, people are figuring it out. Yeah. So I went, me and Gina went to, um, blue Hills in Brookline, not Brookline. Sorry. Um, fucking Milton, like near Quincy, that area. Um, and it's like this big reservation and there's a ton of trails. And as you're driving through the park, there's like five or six parking lots that you drive by. All of them were full, 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 full. We ended up like finding a spot like in the back of the park that was like relatively like isolated or not busy. Uh, So we walked a trail that like only had a few people on it, but like the main trails, dude... There were literally 100. It was like a summer day.
0: And they're not like, you know, uh, social distancing no, either. No, there's
1: groups are like 20. We were at Break Heart a couple weeks ago. And like there's groups like 20 people. Like like it's a kid's play date time and let's get all your friends Whoa, together. Did
0: you see they actually closed playgrounds down?
1: Yeah, like how fucking hard is it? They put,
0: they put the like, one in Burlington, they put yellow tape
1: around. Yeah, them. the basketball hoops, they put like netting over them. Yeah. Um, you know, not for nothing, but like you don't know where... Other like you may know people, but you don't know where they've been. That's right. Like, yes, you might have a level of comfort with like your kids friends, parents. But like, how do you know they didn't go to the grocery store and have someone cough in their fucking face? Yeah. Like what do you do? Just to, like how hard is it to follow the rules because, for well, a couple the thing, of months?
0: The thing is too is that it's saying that it's not just coughing or sneezing. You could if you're if you're within talking. distance, it's just talking, yeah. you know. Um but I mean, you know, so me on the other hand, um, I have uh, sleep deprivation now. Oh my
1: god, I can't sleep to save my life.
0: Um, Last night I went to bed again at uh, two thirty. Didn't get to sleep till about four. Woke up again at like six.
1: Yes, fell asleep. Yeah, two hours at a time.
0: Yeah, and then my sister called me because well, not called me, but she texted me, and that woke me up at around eight. And she's having a hard time, so I actually uh, my company gave me a a link to a website to help with this kind of thing. And um, it's not just, you know, me or you. It's the whole world is experiencing this. And they called it post-traumatic sleep syndrome, Hmm. um, which I thought was really interesting um, because we're not doing our everyday routines. We're not doing our schedules. We're not, you know, my routine in the morning before I go to work, I usually get up, I have coffee, I uh, I have something to eat, and then I take a shower and I go, you know, well, it's
1: similar to how like seasonal affective disorder affects people. Yes, exactly. It's like your circadian rhythm gets all fucked up.
0: But I think it's more intense because yeah. none of us are doing
1: anything. Well, Cause it's not subconscious. Yeah. It's conscious. You and, know, like,
0: and I, and like you, you, you're working from home, you know, your company still has you doing that, which is awesome. Nothing's changed. Yeah. Literally
1: nothing's changed in my company,
0: but that's cool. You know what I mean? You have a yeah, job. It's
1: actually gotten busier.
0: Yeah. We're fucking slammed. Um, my company is completely shut down, but they're allowing us to, uh, they're paying us. Um, but I have to go on to these conference calls twice a week. And so that I, I'll be honest with you. It's kind of something that I look forward to
1: just cause you're interacting with people. Yeah. yeah. You
0: know, and I get to see the people that I work with, which I miss a lot. You know, you don't realize how much you care about something or somebody until you're away from them. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was kind of cool laughing with everybody the other day, and and uh, you know even my boss was cracking jokes and stuff, and you know it just shows you how fucked up this really is. Yeah.
1: Well, it's it's also interesting to see the creative solutions that people have come up with. Like, oh, it's unbelievable! Like everyone's doing things on like Zoom. It's funny because like I've been working with like comp teleconferencing. And like Zoom and Hangouts and Uber Conference. Like that for me is a second nature. I've been doing it forever. Because it's yeah, yeah. just the nature of my career, right? But now Zoom has become like a household name. Yeah. <laughs> like it's every, everybody's talking about it. It's
0: kicking fucking uh, Skype's ass. Yeah. That's for damn well, sure. Skype sucks. Oh, it, Zoom
1: is so easy and it's it's actually very clear. Well, and it's amazing because like people are like playing. Like I've seen people playing like Cards Against Humanity. Ian, oh, I who love hosted game. the show with us, um, was playing like a- Do stra- you have that game? Yeah, oh. I have the whole set, like all the. Oh, we should fucking packs. play. Yeah, we should. Me, Laura, and Gina should play. <laughs> um, but Ian was like playing like a strategy card game with his family, and he had like a overhead mic looking down at the. Oh, cards. that's cool, man. And like you know, like it, it should like you know, it's it, it it it's not the greatest. It's not like as fun as hanging out in person. But like, imagine what this would have been like, like in 1918 during like the Spanish flu pan- pandemic. Oh my God. We're like, that's isolation. Yeah. Like this, at least like, it, it's kind of a cool time to be like, it's a massive tragedy. It and is. Like a hundred thousand Americans are going to die, which is like, uh, uh, in terms of natural disasters, this is going to be the deadliest one ever. Well, except like they, the Spanish flu.
0: Well, like they're calling it, they're calling it the silent war. They're calling it, you know, it's, it's fucked up. You know what I mean? Cause they're
1: still every day they're still finding out things about this I mean it's fifty nine eleven. Yeah. And totally. Like, you know, and like it's a it's a tragedy and it's horrible. But in a weird way, it's been interesting. Kind of an interesting experiment. Like watching the world adapt to this. And like I was, watching like even like my friend groups and like the colleagues I were like just watching everybody's own way of adapting. Some people are having more of a hard time than most. Yeah. Um I've gotten to know tough. my fiance pretty well. Yeah, that's cool.
0: Yeah. You know, <laughs> my wife and I, um, we've been laughing a lot yeah. at each other because of the stupid shit that we do. But uh, You guys
1: been French kissing a lot?
0: Yeah, actually. A little tongue <laughs> bath. We've been doing all kinds of shit, you know what I'm saying? No. All jing, jing, bang, hey, bang,
1: what, bang. Any surfaces we haven't touched with our assholes in 13 years? <laughs> Now's our chance to find uh, See, where well, you go, it's I don't you. I know, man. This I'm is... listening. I'm off my game. It's been like a month. It's okay.
0: But, um, no, so, you know, one of the things I, you know, Obviously, um, and Dean, you know, you're a creative guy. You know, I was thinking the other day before I go on with this, that
1: oh I mean, I Christmas started to tell present you something that important, you go ahead that we'll,
0: that you that I gave you, you should actually
1: start using that. Christmas
0: present that gave me. I'm sorry.
1: The pocket the drum, operator. Oh, the pocket operator. Yeah, I have I I stick around with it. Well, you know, sometimes. because I was thinking, um, Like you, it's right here. It's always like in my like Periphery, and I'm always kind of just like pressing. Well, I was like, I should
0: give it it you around. a cable to it so you can plug it into this board. Oh, so, you that, can do that,
1: yeah. I didn't know that. Oh,
0: what? you should hear what it sounds like even with headphones on.
1: Oh, here it is, yeah. See, I use I think the battery just died recently because, yeah, I gotta replace the batteries,
0: but um, it's so that's proof that I play with it, it's super cool. Um, but anyway, I've been noticing a lot of people have been, um, what is that, RAM? It's a hard drive, a hard drive, <laughs> um, <laughs> but uh, like. The because of the creative community that you know that I'm a part of um, on Instagram and stuff, it blows my mind. Like so many people are creating.
1: Yeah, and it's cool. Like I've seen a lot of like concerts, and, like acoustic shows. Actually, Anthony Ranieri from Bayside, um, who I'm in a his, fan in his knows. house, right? Yeah, he does that. But I, so he does Patreon now. And you know Patreon, yeah, yeah. Like so he's for ten Patreon bucks a month. Account. I signed up just just to, you know because it's worth ten dollars a month to me. You should and, actually sign up to mine. Eh, Wow, what a dick. You don't really, what are you going to, what do you produce
0: exclusively for your Patreon people? I I was putting stuff out. I haven't done it in a while. You know, you're
1: really selling it. You know, I got to tell you, you should give me money. The thing about me,
0: (laughs) the thing about me is right now is I kept saying to my boss one time a few weeks ago, it was like before we closed, I said, you know, I would really like to have more time to be creative. Well, nah, I, you've got it Yeah, Now I've got it and I can't get fucking motivated, man. Yeah. It's but, really
1: hard. But real quick on Anthony Raneri. So like he's doing like live streams, like where he's just playing acoustic songs. Yeah. And he's doing like exclusive content um, for like, why did you call this by Echo Cast?
0: Oh, I corrected it.
1: Oh,
0: oh I had the it? one before you
1: corrected it. Oh, okay. Yeah, I corrected it. Um, but anyway, Anthony Raneri. Oh, Ranieri it's up on YouTube now. Oh, all right. Well, I just download it. Um, but Anthony, he's doing like, like Q and A's and like, like it's cool. And like, there's a lot of artists doing that.
0: Yeah. Um, well, I was gonna, so when you finished, I was going to tell you about something that I heard about what people, this one person said about who works for NASA. And yeah. it's really cool. But go ahead. I'm done. No, 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 go ahead. Finish. No, I'm done. That's it.
1: Oh, that's all I had to
0: say. Yeah. No, a lot of people are doing <laughs> the, the Q and a stuff, which is really cool. Um, uh, so I was watching this this uh, this guy who's a musician and he creates um, software uh, for musicians and he works for the space program mm-hmm. and what I found out really interesting is one of the comments that he made yesterday was he said if you do live in like an apartment complex or a small house he said you kind of have an idea of what it's like. Oh, to I saw be that. He space. was giving
1: tips on how to survive isolation. Yeah, yeah.
0: Uh, only he goes, only goes the nice thing that we have is we have gravity.
1: <laughs> yeah. Um, but again, I think it's, it's the psychological impact of it being forced on you. Right. Like if you're an astronaut, like, well, that's your job. You blo- it's your dream. Yeah. Um, if you're a, a person like me or you and the government says, don't leave your house, <laughs> you know, it, it takes a toll on you mentally. Yeah. Uh, there's definitely been times where I feel like I'm going insane. Um, yeah, I agree. Uh, so wait, I want to go back to the test for a second because I wanted to tell you something that you don't know yet. Okay. Um, first of all, I have a headache from the test. My nose started bleeding. Dude, they fucking poked your brain. Dude, my nose is bleeding like, a, like a good amount. Like I wiped my face and I had blood like I'm cause like they really, like I have sinus problems as it is. And like, it was really, and like, I'm and sure I, she was really gentle too. Yeah. And, it, and they, so they surround your car. Um, three people come up, they give you three different tests and one person does each test. um, which seems they got like, like hazmat suits on or yeah, something. Yeah, you can only see their eyes. Oh no shit! But like, you would think Freaking. that like one person would do all three because now you're contaminating multiple people. But anyway, um, yeah, that's true too. That's so weird. as the woman was swabbing my nose, another girl is or woman, girls degrading, especially in this context. Um, was, Nurse. Well, yeah, was counting to fifteen, and I'm I have this dumb smile on my face because I know how stupid I look. So I'm going, and my eyes are like closed. I'm literally like, ah, and I'm making noises. I'm like, ah, ah, ah. and and she's laughing at me. And there's tears, Jay. Like she's laughing at me. Yeah, they were. You? she started, she was counting, and I she like started to like laugh, she's like 15 for it. like you know what I mean? Um Wow. And it's and then like the other one starts counting, and it's like almost like you you feel like a child, like they're trying to like egg you on, like, only five more seconds, buddy. It will be done. <laughs> like, you're doing so good. You want a lollipop? Wow. Um, they should give you a lollipop. But they write your vital signs on your car. So with like the window marker, they, yeah, yeah. they write your OSAT, your pulse, your blood pressure. And they send you around the front. And then like a nurse checked me out. And the nurse was like, your lungs sound quiet. You might have asthma. So now I have an inhaler. Mm-hmm. Weird. So I got to follow up on that. That's new information. Well, I mean, it's cool though because you've been
0: complaining about shortness of breath and shit. For, and that's well, why you th- way before this, right? But yeah. you,
1: then when you, I remember
0: you were you had a panic attack and you were like, Jesus, I hope I don't have COVID. You know, because you were like,
1: you know, because that's one of the symptoms is the shortness of breath thing. But it's also something that like I've inter- like and, and people with asthma have anxiety problems m- way more often. Oh yeah, and big I wonder time. if like there's some correlation there for me. I guess we'll, we'll find out. Yeah, I think, because I'm the same way, because I I told you I take a, a steroid inhaler as well. Yeah. So the thing you don't <laughs> know yet, and the thing you should follow up on, when I was there today, they informed me that everybody in this neighborhood is eligible for a test. So when me and Jay went walking yesterday- Really? Well, I'm going to tell you why. When we went walking yesterday, we live uh, at the bottom of a street that leads up to a nursing home. And to the oh, right God. of the nursing home is a golf course. And that was the golf course that you and I walked around yesterday- Um, we started to walk up toward the nursing home and there was an an Army National Guards woman um, walking into the hospital carrying something and at the door was presumably a nurse in legitimately a hazmat suit. Um, Turns out, Jay, there's 33 infections up on that hill. Are you fucking kidding me? Yep. So everybody in this vicinity can call. So like when they found my address, they said today, they were like, Oh, you're right here. Everybody in this block is eligible to be tested. Oh shit! Yeah, I gotta tell Laura. Yeah, so you guys should take it up. Yeah, yeah. Just say you live close to this nursing home, and there's a chance of exposure live right, right behind right? it. Yeah.
0: So wow. there's 33
1: cases up there, and that's where the death was. <sighs> yeah. Well, it spreads through nursing homes like fire. Because, yeah, it does. Because they're all well, old people don't listen. A, and they like they don't like they congregate and you're not going to stop them from doing it. No, they don't like, they don't and listen. plus like at the same time you think about like, you think we're confined. Imagine being confined to a bedroom in a nursing home. Yeah. I've been in that nursing home. Is it just rooms, single rooms?
0: Yeah. And Laura's dad was up there for, cause it's also like a rehab too. Yeah. Um, Laura's dad was up there for a few, uh, like a, about a week or two. And I went in there to visit him and, uh, you know, they have, you know, it's typical. They have like a rec room. They have, uh, uh, they have like a little gym, they have, um, a cafeteria, stuff like that. Um, yep. but yeah, old people don't, they congregate. Yeah. And they're gonna, and they're gonna, and connect. most of them have that are up there have major problems. Well, of course. You know, yeah. Yeah. And,
1: and I mean, they're all at risk anyway, cause they're all fucking old. Yeah. I got to tell Laura that man,
0: that's messed up. Yeah. Yeah. And it freaked us out too. Cause we immediately, I we, look at Jay.
1: Uh, uh, maybe we around. should turn around because like the, the National Guards woman like caught our eye Yeah, we were like oh shit <laughs> I, I actually kind of half expected her to like come up to us and be like what are you doing like why are you walking toward this building
0: yeah no I mean I mean, for the most part like from what I, I'm seeing uh, my
1: grandmother's in there
0: <laughs> well no I mean what, what I've seen too is a lot of people thank god I mean there's a lot of dumb fucks out there that are doing dumbass dumb ass shit dumb
1: fucks doing
0: dumb ass shit
1: but the, for that the most be the part, should the slogan for the
0: show. Well, let's do that. Put Couple that of d- d- dumb fucks doing fuck, fucked up shit. Dumb fucks doing fucked up shit during the COVID pandemic. Um, but no, like I was gonna say is like there's a lot of uh, for the most part people, most people, are listening, it taking it seriously, and most, and they're also, uh, you know, people are pretty cordial toward toward one another. You know what I mean? I'm
1: I'm really well, surprised. I'm glad, you, I'm glad you said that because I kind of wanna. One of the things I want to talk about on the show is is the aftermath, right? Things are starting to peak. They're saying that like like New York actually had a decline in deaths. Yeah, like this week so is that, supposed to be the peak. Well, New York's peak is supposed to be within the next couple of days. Yeah. The U.S.'s peak is supposed to be around the 15th of April, yeah. so about 10 days from now. Um, so it's okay to start looking beyond now. Like By the time May rolls around, hopefully, God willing, Things will start opening up probably slowly, but I think like you're gonna start seeing a little bit of a return to normalcy, like in certain places, probably not everywhere. But you know, if the fucking eight governors that haven't taken this seriously yet don't take it seriously, then the next outbreak's gonna be in those states. So it well, might not be everywhere. And
0: uh, like Dr. Fauci said, though, so that you know, if we don't do the right thing, the fall could have another.
1: Well, yeah, and it's tough because you're trying to balance the uniqueness of the American system in the uniqueness of the American constitution against what's best for the public. Right. right? So like, that's why like, I've heard that Asian countries and European countries are looking at it. Like, actually I was reading a story today. Someone was quarantined in Peru and they came back to the U S and they were appalled at how little like we're doing in terms of like broad sweeping policy. Well, dude, look at, look at Japan. Yeah. Japan, their curve went, Flat because
0: they wear masks all the well, time. Well, the
1: masks thing, it seems like Asia had it right. Yeah. Right? Well, they always do. But, like, I think what well, I mean by like the balance. For China. Well, they always, oh, yeah, they always have it right. Let me tell you. No, but no, no I mean. One guy I'm, eats a bat and now fucking no, I'm just 20 talking. million people. Well, are, that's China. But I'm talking
0: about Japan itself. I mean, I yeah, know. They, yes. Japan, when it comes to uh, colds and disease and, and stuff like that, they take that shit very seriously because they're a densely
1: populated country. It's also. America is unique in the sense that, like, there's these societal and political divisions here that don't exist in Asian countries. No, so they Japan don't. Japan is very obedient. Yeah. Everybody shares a sense of social responsibility in Japan that you don't see in America because- Or in America China. Or even, well, more so in China, but it's forced. Right. Well, it's not That's about. I'm different. not. I, listen, I have nothing against Chinese people. I'm talking about their fucking government. Well, right no, now. you're right in a sense, but like it's different because like in Japan, the people take the responsibility for it. In yep. China, it's the government forcing it upon them. So yeah. like it's a little bit different. In America, you have these political and societal divisions where like the the concept of personal freedom in this country is like so much more ingrained in people that like they almost don't listen. And they're rebellious by nature. Because, yeah, because it's like, it's my right. Pe- yeah, you know people are like,
0: fuck you, I do what I want. Yeah.
1: So like <sighs> trying to suspend those rights in an effort to like stem the curve of a pandemic is a lot more difficult in this country because people have much more much stronger nationalistic like tendency. Or well, it's or, like you know, you know what I mean?
0: Yeah, no, like my my friend Damaris, uh uh lives in South Korea and um, I immediately messaged her when I found out they were getting hit pretty hard. But they, they almost immediately stopped. Diminished it. Yeah. And I said, how are you doing? And she said, we're doing good. Everybody's doing what they're supposed to do. They had people lining up, dude, by the thousands, testing them whether they had it or not. Oh, yeah.
1: Yeah, they've done the most testing per capita yeah. anywhere else in the world.
0: And she's, I, I said, well, how are you holding up? And she said, you know, she said, because she's a teacher there. She teaches uh, Spanish and Korean. Mm-hmm. She speaks Korean as well, um, and she's she said she said it's unbelievable. She said we uh, needed some time off. She said so. I have some time off, and she's doing her thing, and she's so funny. And she said that the the people that are there, even the people that are Americans that are there, and and this French and English too that are teachers. She said they're so well like discipline um, disciplined, disciplined. Yeah. and she said it made it easier for her to understand that as well. um But she said simple, similar to what you just said about being free. Yeah, you know we're not well, you're used still
1: free in Korea.
0: Yeah, still no, no, Korea. but we're not used to being told like, okay, you're not doing this anymore until we
1: tell you. Yeah, the you concept know? of like locking Americans in their homes. Oh, they such a foreign thing for and like you know there's also 330 million people in this country. So you're going to have a lot more. And and it's like a melting pot, Japan, South Korea, the, you know, most people like there's very few immigrants in those countries. That's right. They they all kind of share a common cultural thread. Mm -hmm. And, you know, like there's that, strong sense of of responsibility to like protect the nation as a group. Right. You don't really have that in America. In America people are fucking the truth is people are selfish. And people also misinterpret what freedom means. Like freedom like or, or, or I should say that people misinterpret like what the government's responsibility to its citizens are. Like this is not martial law. And I keep seeing people posting oh. on Facebook about like one person in particular. I'm not going to say his name, but my fucking god. Every day, it's like suspension of civil liberties. And, you know, this yeah. is 9-11 and the war on terror all over again. So come on, stop it. No, it's not. Like, we're doing, like, the alternative. You see, can I just say something about that? Because I see, we've had this discussion, because I know somebody
0: that's doing the same fucking shit. And it upsets the shit out of me. And it's somebody who's close to me. And... I so bad and I have to bite my tongue because I so bad want to not post anything. I want to call them and
1: say, (laughs) stop. But don't you want to overreact rather than underreact as a country? Like, isn't it better for us to like overreact to this thing? If that's what, we ultimately end up doing yes but not to
0: that extreme where you're telling you're you're i hate the fact like you mentioned to me before about sensationalism and 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 uh, fear mongering i mean
1: look at let's pull up cnn for a second and fear mongering and 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 it just kills me it's like why the fuck are you doing this to people like let me show you something so i'm on cnn.com right now and, and this is a pretty good case study so like cnn and I'm not a fan of CNN. CNN to me is the uh, inquirer of the news broadcasting well, system. the inquirer is the inquirer of the... Anyway, I'm not saying it's false. And I don't think Fox's broadcast news is they're false all the same, either. Dude. But it's sensationalism, sensationalism. In the sense <laughs> that like, yes, technically they're reporting the truth. But they're making it as... It, it's fear-mongering. They're making it as negative as possible. Like I keep seeing stories over and over and over and over and over again <clears throat> of... Thirty and forty somethings that die from this unexpectedly, and it's almost like they like they just grab onto these stories because they're like this will really fucking put the fear into the people. There's one right here on the homepage. This guy, this poor guy here, thirty year old teacher who's healthy supposedly, and he he had a low grade fever, and then like before he knew it, like three days later he was dead. And like this is like the fourth fucking time this has been on the. I want to know what was really wrong with him. But they no problem, maybe nothing. But like that's the thing, you know. Every year. Well, Six hundred and seventy thousand people die from the flu.
0: Right, that's and I'm true. I'm not comparing yeah. the two. No, no, no. The
1: reason I bring that up is because if you if you put an age distribution of all the people that die from the flu, you're going to have roughly the same curve that you have with coronavirus, where like fifty percent of those people are above the age of seventy five, and then ten percent of them are between the ages of ten and forty nine. Right. With well, like,
0: actually, a little younger. I think it was. I think it was like uh, around four four years old. And well, yeah.
1: but but then when you get <clears throat> down that low, you end up with another spike because like, you know, younger children are susceptible to these things also. But the middle group there, the 10 to 49 or five to 49 group, whatever you want to call it, about 10% of people who die are in that age group. So that means if you're 30 to 39, you're going to account for about 3% of the deaths. Right. That's the same with coronavirus. But like, that's not unexpected. Any virus is going to kill the occasional young person. Yeah. You could die from the flu, tomorrow oh absolutely a freak, freak incidents happen and it's like but they just they they cling on to these stories man like look at all these headlines they're all fucking negative right every single one of them is just negative 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 like you click on um the live updates and it's like the first one tiger at the bronx zoo test positive okay well that that's what the fuck? <laughs> odd didn't expect that <laughs> But, like, Boris Johnson, then, like, at least 331,000 coronavirus cases in the U.S. Churches hold, like, oh, look at these idiots fucking, like, holding Palm Sunday services. Like, like all of this shit, like, it's just constant fear-mongering. Yeah. And it's like, let's report, like, all these negative stories. Like, oh, here's a heart-wrenching story about a wife who had to... FaceTime her husband as he laid on his deathbed. Right. And, and it's not just like, that. Jesus Christ, like, people are scared enough just by the numbers. Do we have to fucking like. No,
0: I agree, man. Like, but like one of the things that one of the, the, the shows that I was watching said, you know, we have to not look at the number of people that have been tested positive and compare that to deaths. Cause that's what people are doing. That they see 300,000 people were tested positive and they're like, Oh my God, we're all going to die. And it's like, no, that's not what that means. It means they tested positive for the virus. Now it could be asymptomatic. It could be. It could be any. You could have the symptoms. You, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. The other thing, it's not just news uh, channels that are doing it. It's also hearsay, word of mouth shit. So, for instance, somebody else kept messaging my wife saying oh they're releasing the national guard tomorrow and oh, they're gonna come God, and, and they the
1: amount of misinformation and is they're gonna un- dude fucking it's believable. fucking retarded it's like if i get one more fucking chain letter if, oh I, if i get one more fucking stupid boomer sending me fucking voice messages about how i know a guy who's a doctor in vienna and he said that if you take ibuprofen your fucking head will explode yeah yeah no, no, I, and then I, like did. it's and then like that 180 people are on these chains, and everyone's like, "Oh my god, thank you for reporting the real news, the truth." Yeah, it's they don't bullshit. tell you these things. The government doesn't tell you these things, yeah, because Uncle Fred fucking knows what he's talking about.
0: <laughs> no, but that's what I'm saying. Like, it was like, yeah, the National Guard is going to be deployed. They're shutting down each town, and they're going to have roadblocks. And I'm sitting there, and I'm like, and and my wife is listening to this, and I looked at her, and I go, "Well,
1: you texted me, and I was like, you got to be fucking kidding me, Jay." Remember? No, I texted you just to uh, say it was stupid. Yeah, I mean, like you were, you knew it was dumb. Yeah. I was like, you gotta be fucking kidding. And me that's what I, I
0: was like. First of all, that's that's one of your that's one of your liberties.
1: Like they can't do that. Well, maybe to they you. are. They are deploying the National Guard. That's true to help. But they're not deploying them to enforce martial law. Yeah, they're They're th- enfor- they're, they're deploying them to assist with like. Testing, testing and like, like helping out delegating, like tasks and organizing patients.
0: Look, when we were up, when we were down back down here yesterday, we looked up and Laura said, it looked like the doors were open and stuff in the truck. And I said, yeah, she must be delivering supplies to them. Yeah. Um, that's what they're doing. They're not here to hurt you or to like lock you in your fucking house and have a curfew put on you. If it gets to that point. Yeah. That's, that's when it becomes scary. But stop passing rumors and around Jay, that kind of
1: shit. At the, at the apex of the idiot pyramid, you have these fucking people that keep going into grocery stores and coughing on food. It happened again today. Did you see that? No. no. It happened in Massachusetts. There's a video.
0: And I love the fact that they're arresting these
1: fucking morons and charging them with bioterrorism. Oh, our number of cases went down. That's pretty good. Um, well, they should. Look at this guy. Look at this fucking moron. Kingston, Mass., 65-year-old 65? year old Duxbury man coughed and spat on produce at the Kingston Stop and Shop, and then he punched the fucking manager in the face. Why? And he got tackled to the ground, and now he's being charged with assault, and probably some sort of... Well, I that mean, produce is ruined.
0: They have to throw it up. Well,
1: there was that other incident where some woman went around and coughed on all the produce, and the, the supermarket had to 30, close, $30, throw away $30,000 yeah. worth of product, and stay closed for the rest of the day to sterilize everything. Yeah. And look at this—a video of it. This is here's the guy on the ground. Why? What was his point? The best part of this video (laughs) is the cleaning robot at Stop and Shop that just—it looks like it's looking on in awe. Look at this thing. Oh yeah, look at that thing. What's going on here? Beep beep boop boop. Anything I can assist with? (laughs)
0: Let go of my neck. Yeah. No, you're lucky they didn't fucking break your neck, you piece of shit. It's just unfuck. Like, what do you think? What? Look at that fucking moron, fucking head licking, licking the fucking. uh, What was it? He was licking like cough medicines and stuff. Yeah, he
1: was licking um,
0: medicine boxes and looking at the camera, going, "Fuck the coronavirus, man." Nice. And um, and and they arrested him and they charged him with uh, bioterrorism. I don't think that charge will stick.
1: But it I, should. But, it, but they should absolutely put his ass do consequences. in federal prison. Well, all right. <laughs> let's not. Let's not be insane. Same. Send Same. the motherfucker to what, it,
0: what? was it? Kill him,
1: Guillotine. Well, you, well, I totally. You know me. Yeah, you know, you'd be a good president. Uh, okay. Anyone with the coronavirus is going straight to the guillotine. I wouldn't be a president. <laughs> um, I well, would. So my favorite, you would call me Lord Jay. So. <laughs> I am not the president. (laughs) I am the Lord. Um, My favorite karmic story to come out of this so far, if you will. Those kids from, uh, I think it was, I want to say it was UT Dallas.
0: Oh, this is the one that went to uh, Uh, an island somewhere. Yeah, they went
1: to Cabo San Lucas. So they ignored the travel advisory. 210 of them got on a plane and went to Cabo. For spring break. for, For spring break. Just to be fucking, this was like two weeks ago. They came back. As of yesterday, ninety six of them have the coronavirus. What a bunch of fucking idiots. And it's like, who knows how many other people they've fucking yeah. interacted with? Yeah. Like, what are you doing?
0: Well, look at that kid that was on the beach. I, I think this is oh. the kid that was on the beach with his 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 wife. And so, right, I, I I'll never forget this. He looks directly in the camera. He goes, "My wife's a nurse. We're on a family vacation. She says it's just as bad as a common cold. So everybody needs to lighten up." And I'm and he's on a beach in Miami, and I'm looking at him going. Your wife, number one, is a fucking moron. And what nurse? What is she, a nurse at what, a veterinarian fucking hospital? <laughs> and, like, you're an idiot because next to his wife is his
1: elderly mom. Nice. I wonder if they're all dead now.
0: Oh, fucking. I just, I look at these people like there's a reason why we're doing what we're doing as a country. And, and it just fucking, it sucks. No, it it definitely but sucks. But even in the
1: absence of a pandemic, wh- what kind of mental issues do you have to have to walk into a supermarket and contaminate the produce? Well, I I just
0: wish they tased his ass. Well, he the- might have had a heart attack and dropped fucking dead <laughs> from the taser. So,
1: how's that working out for you, fuck nuts? <laughs> <laughs> um. But yeah man i, I you know it, it is it's saddening, but at the same time, there's been a lot of good that's come out of this too, like um, so my sister is uh typically a cardiac rehab nurse. I don't want to say a nurse that's not that's not correct. She works in cardiac rehab, she's like an exercise physiologist, and she like you know rehabs people who have had heart attacks or whatever yeah, yeah. that's cool. well, they closed that facility in because. Of the virus, and because like the patients are all you know, they skew older, so they're susceptible. So, my sister decided she was gonna basically be a nurse for the next whatever amount of time. So, now she's literally doing the work of a nurse on a coronavirus floor, and like it's you know, she's a nursing student. It's scary. Hopefully, they like you know, my hope is that when this is all said and done, somehow the people on the front lines get taken care of. Oh, absolutely. Like, I don't know. Maybe it's forgiving student loans to those who have them. I totally agree with that. Right, Do something. Uh, Cuomo, be,
0: Cuomo actually um, asked any students that are about to graduate to, to come, come help. Yeah. And
1: they're, they're considered. Yeah. Totally, yeah they're they're like, like pumped. You, you know? know, my sister, I wonder if like, so she still has her clinical to do. It'd be cool if they applied this experience to her clinical. Yeah, they shouldn't actually have to pay for the clinical anymore. She should on it. You know, something like that. Because she's got the man hours for it. So what the fuck? Why not? And like not for nothing, but like this is better experience than you're ever gonna fucking. I mean, this is real world. Yeah, you know, this is like historic.
0: Yeah, you're not following a doctor around, and the doctor's going. So what do you think? Why don't you examine the patient? It's this like, like your it's f- like hey, these guys over here. Let's go get them tested. Let's find out what's going on
1: with them. Whatever you know what yeah. I mean. Whatever she's doing. It's like that's real life shit. This is like as if you were a pilot, and the day you joined the military, you were asked to drop the bomb on Nagasaki. Yeah, like that was your first mission. So it's like you know they they. Uh, that's a pretty intense uh, analogy. I know. Well, <laughs> shut up. <laughs> I halfway don't through run it. for office, dude. <laughs> halfway through that i was like eh, i don't know about this one <laughs> um but really like it'd be cool if like they i, f- I feel like doctors and they especially like in the epi- like new york right like the people that are working 100 hours a week like the, you know even these people up the street that did the fucking coronavirus test on me today like, yeah like i said to them i thanked them when i left I'm like you know you guys are pretty brave for being out here doing this like yeah, you know, thanks. Because like it, it, you're working with the public. You're sticking swabs up people's noses. Yeah, and and actually, like another like little example of kindness. So when I each time they do that too, they have to change their gloves and everything. They, there, right? was a, there was these big big trash bags like in hazmat containers that every time a new person came out, they were swapping all yeah. the stuff and throwing it into the thing. Um, there was a cop. It, so when you pull up, you're in your car, and the signs that say "keep your windows up," um. And there was a cop just like giving instructions, but she was doing it with index cards. So she she would come up to every passenger side window and she would hold up the cards. And the first card said, have your ID out. And then the next card said, keep your windows up. Turn your heat off. Next card was take your jacket off. And then the last card was a heart. Oh, that's cool, man. And it's like, oh, that's cool. Cause like, you know, it, it's, it's tough. And I feel like, you know, I, I went and got tested not because I have symptoms, but because I had the opportunity to do it but I still feel like when you're in that situation, there's a stigma, like you're a cop or you're a healthy person. And you're looking at these people in line yeah. to get tested for a disease. That's and like, you know, you feel like a little alienated. Right. So it's kind of cool that like there's people showing that compassion. Yeah, she's basically saying, we care about you. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I thought that was really cool. That oh, is cool. Um, and I did this back to her. I kind of gave her one of those.
0: Well, you know, it's like, it's, it's weird because like, um, by the way, he was doing the hot sign with his hands. Yeah, so I forgot it. Yeah, <laughs> audio show.
1: We're recording um, with audio.
0: No, but I just think it. You know, I was in Wegmans and I showed you the line and stuff, and and people were totally chill waiting in line. Nobody was going what the fuck outside. Buddy. Yeah, I was outside and it was cold out. You know, and um we all had to have masks on and shit like that, and and uh you know, and and you know, I made a little funny uh video in my car showed my wife and i and i said here we fucking go but it's like you know but you know we got to the line and we stood there and the line went really fast um, they were getting people in and out they the system that they had was way better when we went um where it was literally one person per register yep and the line was separated Did they have
1: the barriers up
0: yeah yeah they had the plastic shields up and stuff mm. And we get to finally get to the girl that was checking us out, and I looked at her and I said, "Thank you for being here." Well, that's
1: what I mean, because it's like if you're standing in line and you're aggravated, it's like, dude, this supermarket is open, yeah, because you need to eat, right? They're they're making a sac. These people are putting themselves at risk, yeah, because they understand that they have a responsibility to feed the public. So you're making a much smaller sacrifice by standing outside in the cold for ten minutes, yeah. That is minuscule compared to what the other people are doing to protect you. So like, why would you be a bitch in that situation? But there are, of course there are. There's people. That's what I mean about it. That goes back to the point. I don't know <clears throat> if it's like a uniquely American phenomenon. I haven't really traveled anywhere, especially during a pandemic. So I don't know if it's a uniquely American thing, but people, there's a, there's a certain f- like segment of people who act as if this is all about them where it's like, this is an inconvenience to them. Yeah, like oh, poor me. It's like, dude, there's 330 million people that are locked in their homes right now, but dude, or like, should be anyway. Like, I
0: don't know if you saw this either on the news, but the, the two girls that were beating the shit out of each other over a case
1: of water. Yeah, it's like fucking relax. The, it's first the, of all, be water. First, can elsewhere. I just can I just say one thing? Yes. Okay, I I hoarded a little bit. <laughs> Some water. Yeah, the first few days of this, you were a little. I went a little cuckoo. You went a little insane for the first three or four days of this. I did. Where you would just buy, you you had like a hundred rolls of toilet paper. No, that's not true. I didn't have a hundred rolls. You have like seven cases of water at all times stacked on top of each other. I did, but I don't know.
0: (laughs) But but wait, so let me finish. So because of that stupid bullshit that went through my head, right? Because I'm a human being and I want to take care of my family. But that's okay. So you're not an asshole, but here's the, no, and I wasn't, you know me, I wasn't dude. Like if the store said, you know, one case of water per person, I heard some people and still going, what the fuck, man? I'm like, oh, so you're one of those assholes, Mm. you know? Um, But you know, I, I thought about it and I went, you know, water, our town just had a major fucking pipe overhaul. It comes out of
1: the faucet. For our water system. You're not going to fucking dehydrate.
0: And we have some of the cleanest water in the county. Did you know that?
1: Well, yeah, but not only that, man. Like, even if you didn't have... You boil it. Yeah, or it's still... A first world country, right? The overwhelming odds, unless you live in Flint, Michigan, are that you're not going to die from drinking the tap water. So, in the event of an emergency, you can drink the tap water. Well, even if it'd be okay, but you can boil the water. Like yeah. when we had that
0: big main break, remember that? Exactly. Yeah, boil on, Of course. So, you know, I, I just I just sat there and I thought about it and I said, you know what? I'm I don't want to be one of those fucking idiots. And then toilet paper. You know, the <laughs> toilet paper thing blows my fucking mind. It seemed
1: <laughs> to have slowed down a little bit.
0: Well, I. I, So again, we went into Wegman's, um, and there was toilet paper and stuff, and I didn't, I didn't buy anything. I just bought uh, some flavored water because that's what Laura and I like to drink, Mm.
1: and we were running out of that, so I grabbed some of that. Um, You've been to Wegman's too many times for me to feel comfortable. I'm sorry. Like, you go to the supermarket so, too often. Well, the, the
0: fucking part, hard part about it is, is Laura's dad is...
1: Oh, yeah, I forgot about he's this. He's elderly. And you shop for him, too.
0: And we shop for him. And he doesn't... He's not going to open up a can of beans or a can of soup by himself. He has a walker. He's
1: he's living alone. Mm-hmm. Um, he Sorry. should. I'm just picturing him like throwing the beans against the wall, Open the fucking oh, beans. Yeah, yeah, man, because I he's can't get these right. He's fucking nasty beans. Open.
0: He's he's got a nasty disposition. He's old. And <laughs> Clank. Just can't use a can opener. He it's doesn't. It. He doesn't fucking get it. And then there are times that he does get it. But <laughs> the weird thing is. We have to get him. My wife has to get him
1: food. It's not. It's only funny. He should. He
0: should. Well, it
1: is funny because I laugh
0: at it too sometimes.
1: I'm not making fun of her father. I'm just. No, no. Thought of like him being like, I can't get
0: these fucking (coughs) beans off. Well, yeah, no. And he would even. He wouldn't even do that, Dean. He would look at the can and go, "Fuck this," and he would just put it down. Like, so he should be in a home. I'm not saying that to hurt anybody's feelings or anything. It's he needs
1: care. Maybe not right now.
0: He really does. And, you know, unfortunately, my wife has to go over there and we supply him with food that he can eat. So we go to Wegmans and we buy him these little pre-prepared meals that they make. And they're very good, actually. Um, but it sucks because my wife doesn't want to have to do that. And and the, and the last couple of times, I've gone with her. yeah. Um, and, you know, I don't want to have to do that. But sometimes staying in this fucking apartment as long as we do going out for a ride or going for a walk you got to do that kind of shit man or you're gonna go
1: fucking nuts cabin fever is a real thing oh yeah you know it is uh it's a very real thing um i mean like i said it, it's bizarre because i'm so bored sometimes but i want to be creative and like it i feel like i should be being creative and i know that you struggle with this too because we talk about it it's all the bad. time but it's like like you know i've wanted to write a book yeah. For as long as I can remember. And I always kick the idea around. I have some ideas. This would be a, gr- a great time. Yeah. But I just can't get motivated, dude. man. I just like, I sit down and I'm just like tired all the time. And then like, I sit down to like do something and like, I get, I start it and I'm like, fuck, fuck well, that. I think it's, I think part of well, it too. They, it's like, there's always tomorrow. I do the same it's thing. Like, like, that's the i like, well, I'm not going back to work
0: until blah, blah, blah. I got plenty of time. And you know what's going to happen? I'm gonna get to the point where I probably they'll probably be like, Oh yeah, next week we're going back, and I'm gonna be like, Fuck, yeah. I'm gonna get
1: all this shit done,
0: yeah, and um, it's, and that's the way my brain works like right now, look at the time, man. I get up at one o'clock this morning mm. this afternoon. it's six
1: sixteen. well, you know what's making it even more difficult for me? It's like I'm still working full time, yeah, regular hours, but I'm still not able to go to sleep before like three a m It's fucked up, so like. By the time nine AM rolls around, I have to be logged in and like ready to go. I'm a fucking zombie, and it just that that piles onto itself every day. It just gets worse. Yeah, tomorrow
0: I have to go on and on on a call at ten AM, and I know for a fact if I don't get up at eight o'clock, I'm not going to be you know wide eyed and bushy tailed for this fucking
1: this meeting. You know what I mean? Um, like man, there's so many things I want to like, like even this podcast. Like uh, we've been putting this off for us to like. Do more shows, yeah. or like maybe start a video podcast, or start streaming something. I've wanted to. I've kicked around the idea of starting like a tech blog, like the same well, as like TechSpot. I have all these ideas and things that I want to do, but I just can't. I just from the time from I've been off, right. What did I keep saying
0: to you? I'll get the studio straightened but up. But you've done things. I've done little things. You No, you've written a couple of songs. I've written about 4 songs and not really That's happy. That's pretty good, man. Yeah, but they're
1: shit. Well, one of them we're going to play and it's one, re- it's good. One of them
0: uh I like it a lot. That one I finished because I also had my friend Adam Dallas uh do some shit on it so, and then I had you uh find some samples well, for me. We're going
1: to play it on the outro at the end of the show. I'm just going to let it roll. Okay. So, if you know, stick around um but probably 20 minutes it, from now or so. And it, we'll just let it roll. It's called Pandemic. It's called Pandemic, <laughs> which is a little on the nose. But it's better than your original fucking. Do you want to tell the people what your original name was for the song? Quarantine. Not that one.
0: No, first it was Quarantine. And then I came up with uh, COVID-19 spelled backwards. And it would be like, what was it? Uh, Davok. Davok uh, 91 or Div- something Divock. like Davok, yeah. And, and and Dean ragged on me. Because
1: it made me cringe. <laughs> It was horrible. That was that's I would not I wouldn't I wouldn't have been I couldn't I couldn't have allowed you to do that no, as I, your marketing manager.
0: Yeah, but I turned around and I said <laughs> it doesn't I, do anything. I, I,
1: we haven't, as, as, market, as, we haven't as, marketed as, shit. as your
0: marketing team that has been. I uh, invested idol, in this sitting in the bank account. That's another thing like, we're not doing. I that's know. Another example of shit like, Well, we could do it tomorrow, whatever. <laughs> we got a month. And I'll like fucking text
1: you like, dude, what are you doing? <laughs> Nothing. And then I'll be like, Come up and let's do it. And you'll be like, Yeah, uh, we'll do it. I'll come up tomorrow. Okay. <laughs>
0: Well, it's like, so, you know, for me, I haven't really done anything on my YouTube channel. And I was like, this is the perfect opportunity for me to come out with at least, at least record six to seven videos a week and just have them ready to go, release two or three of them a week. You know what I mean? Um, I haven't done any of that. I did, however, for this song, I did put together kind of like a slideshow video That goes with the song. Today I entered the song into a contest uh, for a magazine called Waveform Magazine. Uh, I believe it's based out of London. I'm not sure. I just, before I came up, I just sent them that track. Nice. Um, And I also did do a video uh, studio tour that uh, Reverb is doing. They want to see everybody's studios, um, which I thought was kind of cool because, you know, we all buy stuff from Reverb and they want to see... Uh, all the gear and stuff that we've purchased from them, and you know, it's kind of cool stuff. There's a lot of companies doing things like that. Yeah. Um, so I, you know, I did something like that, but I, in the time so far, I've been what three weeks now,
1: almost a month. Uh, so your vacation was scheduled to end. So it was on a on March. It was what the twelfth. This was, so you, you took the 12th, 13th off, right? Yeah, 12th, 13th, 14th, and 15th off. So the 16th, you were supposed to go, go back. Go back to work, yeah. So one, two, tomorrow will be three weeks. So three weeks.
0: Now, most people would say, GJ you did a lot in those three weeks. I would. I don't feel that
1: way at all. Oh, well, you've done more than I have. I feel like... You know like- what I've done, Jay? I downloaded Final Fantasy VI, VII, VIII, Nine, well, we've played some video games, and I haven't, I've never played Final Fantasy 6 VI or eight, so I'm like, I'm gonna play all the Final Fantasies. I also bought Animal Crossing New Horizons, <laughs> I've been playing the shit out of that. <laughs> uh, I, bu- I bought Madden on PC. Oh, you did I've been playing Madden the new one, yeah? Oh, nice. Uh, you, you and I have been playing a zombie game that's zombie I, game's killer. What's it called? Uh, Zombie, zombie Army.
0: Trilogy, yeah, yeah. It's actually a really good game. It
1: is. I enjoy it. That's all I've been doing in eating, eating everything, everything. everything. Yeah, shit can, every, if it's edible, I've eaten. It. I'm eating shit that I don't eat. Bro, if it's, if it's edible, I've eaten it. Get I ate candles. All, dude, I weighed myself today. I gained eight pounds. I'm not weighing myself. done. <laughs> I'm never going to weigh myself ever again.
0: I'm eating. I bought a whole box of the fucking soft chocolate chip cookies. Gina uh, bought
1: a whole box of this today.
0: What is it? What do they call them? Montax.
1: Oh, they're so good. Oh, you got us into Bella Vita cookies too. Those are so good. I've been eating about 17 of those a day. So that's fun. And they make you shit. Great. Yeah, they're high well, in pro, uh, fiber. Well, you you've been eating fucking trail mix like it like it's going out of trail style. mix. It's not even trail mix, oh, dude. It's, it's like checks mix. Or it's party mix, whatever it's, it's called. It's right? called
0: party mix. It's got like uh, nachos in it and, and it's, enough salt to kill a fucking baboon. Yeah, and my high blood pressure is probably through the fucking roof. Yeah, me too. But uh, I wonder why my joints are hurting.
1: It's because I'm probably loaded it's with sodium. Because you don't have any nutrition. You're just eating fucking. Well, then Laura's Chex making, mix.
0: Well, no, because then Laura makes like stir fry. Uh, she made i've been eating mad great meals this, oh yeah i'm sure your wife's
1: a fucking gourmet chef this
0: morning the two of us cooked breakfast together oh, brunch i should say together we didn't eat until like two o'clock
1: yeah. i get potatoes i'm gonna make that reminds me oh yeah oh man i throw those in. i got an air fryer that's air another rule yeah jay got me into an air fryer so i went and bought one and honestly i don't need any other appliance i'm gonna throw them all out
0: we cooked bacon this morning in the air fryer awesome. amazing oh yeah it was maple uh, Dude, flavored bacon can we
1: talk about air fryers for a second hold it's on let me finish. fascinating oh they're amazing we made uh a fries dude came, they came out crispy dude there's no restrictions no on what you can put in an air fryer Lars cook anything in it, you want in it's an amazing fryer. anything i, uh, I did Jean, turkey burgers in it yesterday gene is fucking buying one now yeah she, i sent her a link yeah dude like literally there's no restrictions no it's, it's the most it, it, it's like anything you could if you can fit it in the air fryer So basically what an air fryer
0: is, is a convection oven. Yeah, that's That's all. It's hot air that actually cooks the food. Yeah. It's healthier for you than a microwave. Well, it has
1: that drip pan. Like all the the fuck wants to cook in a microwave anyway? And it's like not even that much more time consuming. Actually, it's quicker.
0: Wow. So for instance, when we cook the bacon, it actually took less time to cook it in the air fryer than if we put it in the oven. yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, and there's less cleanup. Why do they call it bacon if you fry it? That's a good question. Well, Should you can not bake fry, it. Fry-in. You put it in the oven and bake Yeah, but bakes. like primarily
1: you, you can put anything in the oven and bake it, but like you fry bacon. Shouldn't they call it frying? Fry on. What is it called bacon anyway? I don't know, dude. Fuck. What is this shit? <laughs> it's fucking pork the, strips. The world man. doesn't make <laughs> sense anymore. Um, I wanted to talk a little bit about like what do you think is going <clears> to <throat> change once this is over, like on a societal level or even like deeper. Like, let me give you an example. I was talking to Lisa. Again my dentist friend and she was sent me this new um, OSHA guidelines on what dentists in it's gonna be to interesting do. and like they have to like invest in like air circulation systems Wow they have to take people's temperature before they come in makes if sense have, if they have signs of coronavirus they have to like isolate them and only like have one member of the staff interact with them um if it's an emergency and someone has confirmed COVID nineteen, they have to wait until the end of the day and then take them in like a separate entrance. Wow. Like and all these things, like these are like permanent or semi-permanent regulations. Well,
0: hopefully, I mean, if they do come up with some kind of vaccine like the flu shot or Which something like that. They will eventually, yeah. for sure. Yeah. Um you know, that'll change things too. But I mean, yeah, I mean, right now, say say in three weeks they like everything's good, the curve. Flattens well, out. Three
1: weeks, like they start going back to business. So yeah. Open the economy a
0: little you bit. You know, I've been hearing people say, oh man, fucking as sure the bars open, man. I'm fucking mad, man. Right. I'm like, shut the fuck up. Right. <laughs> I, I mean, people are like, oh man, I can't wait to go back to a restaurant. I mean, I kind of can't wait to go back to a restaurant. Oh, no, I agree. Cause I, I miss going, especially down the watering hole that we go down here. I just
1: miss fucking, I just miss it. Like, yeah. I, I miss just like comfortably hanging out. Anywhere. No, I
0: agree. I agree. I love, I love, I love sports, going to bro. I love like, sports. The
1: NHL, the season would have ended yesterday. The Bruins' last game was it been last Where's, night Here's a Bruins. really
0: weird fucking thought, too. Like, you know, everybody knows I'm a recovering alcoholic, and I said, geez, where are all my friends going for meetings? Like, yeah. I, I kind of bummed, you Virtual know. Virtual
1: meetings? Does that work?
0: I don't know. I don't know what AA set up. Um, I haven't been to a meeting in a while, but I mean, I just thought that was really scary because those people who are first getting sober, first timers, it must be
1: a really fucked up time for them yeah, right now. To be trapped in a house and yeah. like, not have anything better to do and no like support to really help. You. I mean, there
0: is, you know, AA hotlines that you can call. Um, but they must be overwhelmed. Right? Oh my God. Yeah. I mean, I from what I know, back in the day when I, I've called them a couple of times and there were like maybe four people working at this place, hmm. you know? So I can imagine they're overwhelmed right now. other, um, I'm sure people that are involved in AA has said, Hey, I'm going to set up a virtual meeting. Oh, yeah. Here's my phone number. Well,
1: and that's what, I, that's another thing I think is going to change. Like, I think companies now are going to be more open to like remote uh, working. Yeah. And like, you know, this is going to have some positive impacts like on the, like on the climate right? Yeah. Like on climate, if you look think what's happened? It, well, yeah, they're saying it's even, just, even just a month and a half of this has erased almost a year. It's unbelievable. Of, of like climate change effects. So it's like literally every month that goes by, we're actually healing. We're healing the earth, the, the earth a little bit. Yeah. I mean, and that's, that's cool. And like, maybe, but here's just the thing that scares me. Breaks, what's that?
0: When all of this is over, Are we going to go right back to where? Well, maybe not, but
1: that's kind of where I'm going with this. So it's like if companies become more open to like telecommunicating with customers and with employees, well, then maybe there's less less cars on the road. That's true. Like maybe there's less need for like mass public transit. Like maybe like we, this is going to kind of accelerate the transition to like a truly
0: digital economy. Maybe it was truly a reset button.
1: Maybe. And like, you know, it, it sounds corny. But, like, maybe people are going to be a little bit nicer when this is over. I'm maybe hoping. Maybe, like, all the political divisions that are, like, so deeply carved into this country I mean, will start to heal a little bit. 9-11, like, when that happened, I mean, a lot of people were. Or, but, see, that was, I, I think the difference is that this is, like, a slow. Oh, yeah, like no. Like, 100,000 people died at once, well, yeah. then you'd have, like, a real, like, coming together a <coughs> nation. This is more like a, It's like a thousand paper cuts, right? Yeah. And, like. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but, That's a good the, way of putting it, actually. But at the same time, it's like this affects everybody. Whether you're a Democrat, you're a Republican, you're oh, yeah. black, you're Latino, you're white. Like, no, I like this liked, is the one I equalizer. What, I like the great equalizer.
0: And I keep repeating this to you. And I liked what Cuomo said when he, Governor Cuomo from New York, said,
1: "Who's been fucking awesome, by the way."
0: Yeah, this has nothing to do. With red and blue, he said, "This has to do with red, white, and blue. This is all of us." Yeah. He said, "There's no politics here." He said, "This is us taking care of each other."
1: And Cuomo has been a bulldog, and like a lot of people are annoyed by him. like, I, my mother was like saying, "Like, what's his problem?" I'm like, well, he's just trying to like he's trying to help his city. I mean, man. he's desperately trying to help his city, and he's doing and, a and, great job. And he's desperately trying to like keep the focus where it needs to be. And like people, you know, I know this forty nine other states, but New York's half the cases in the country yep. right now. And it's like the fact is that's where the most support is. And I have to, to say right
0: now. I'm not crazy about the fucking governor of California. Newsom.
1: But I have to say the They've things controlled it. And what he did for the homeless yep. finally. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that yeah. was pretty dope, man. And not to mention, like, they were early. Yeah. And look at it. The outbreak is mostly contained in California. Yeah. San so Francisco I especially. was
0: I was impressed with him because I thought he was kind of a him and his wife—they look like they stepped out of a GQ fucking magazine. Actually, mm. um, she's pretty hot. Uh, <laughs> <I know. laughs> yeah, what can I say? You know, they're a young. He's a young governor. You
1: know, um, I just wonder how long. Like, is it, what's the new normal going to look like?
0: Well, that's—I what I started to say. I think. I think. You know, my niece and I had this conversation, and I said what I thought was kind of interesting is I think they were talking about. Um, I think. I think it was Cuomo actually. He was talking about. You know, are we gonna? go back to seating in a restaurant, all close together tables, or are we going to have some social distancing style seating, less customers uh, until this is really blown over. And I mean, he made good points when he was saying stuff like that. And, and, you know, are you going to, you know, if you're sitting in a booth and there's a table across the way and a guy or a girl or a woman, or whatever coughs, are you going to go, oh, Jesus Christ, are they, you know what I mean? Like, I think people are going to think twice. Now, now that's,
1: most of the human population. Well, and it's temporary. Yeah. I mean, like, I think, like... Uh, I don't think it's going to last. And eventually, I do think that, like, this will relegate itself to another virus, right? Oh, it like, always does. You get the flu, you get, I don't know, a fucking bron- viral bronchitis, yeah. or you get coronavirus. Like, it's not... You know, it's always going to be here. It's never going to completely go away, most likely. And there's different, I mean, look at the flu. There's different cases of
0: the flu. There's different, I mean, that's unfortunately disease. You know, that's the way it is. It it mutates. And you
1: can't live in fear of this forever. No. Like eventually you're going to have to just accept that it's out there. And, you know, obviously stem the pandemic first. We get through this. And then you have to just accept the fact that this virus is out there and you have to be careful for a while until people are vaccinated or until herd immunity kind of takes hold.
0: And it is like the flu. Like if they do come up with a vaccine or like a flu shot kind of thing, like I get a flu shot every year. People say, I don't believe in it. I don't do it. Well, I was instructed to do it because I ended up, and I had, I talked about this on another episode. I ended up in the fucking hospital. An ambulance took me out of my apartment because I passed out. My fever was so high and I had the flu so bad. And so ever since then, my doctor said, I want you to get a flu shot every year. He said, oh, you're going to die.
1: And the flu shot's only about 40% effective Accurate. in a good year. Yeah. yeah. Well, I think it's like 60% in a
0: good year. But since I've had it, I don't get sick as much. Yeah. You know, um, I might get a little fever and like a, a head cold or something like that. I might be out for a day at work, but I'm, I'm okay. Like, you know what I mean? I'm one of those employees, by the way, that doesn't come into fucking work with a fever Or coughing on people. I love when people do that shit that I work with. I don't have time off. Well, fucking... That's your fucking problem, man. Now you're going to infect the whole crew Mm. because you're selfish? Go fuck yourself. (laughs) So if you're listening out there, don't come to work sick anymore. That's
1: stupid. Don't eat bats either. Yeah, stop eating bats, you cock fuckers. Well, (laughs) this was... I knew this was going to be a very stream of conscious episode. Consciousness episode. Um You know, the fact is, even if, like, I I would like to come back next week and maybe do something else, something lighthearted. But, like, it's so top of mind and it's so relevant right now. And, like, it it is interesting, and there's just so many layers to this. And, like, you're watching, like, all these communities and, like, famous people and and politicians all have to, like, Like, for example, you're, you're seeing, like, news telecasts from the, their homes, the, the cat, the newsmen or women are, are at home. Yeah, it's they got green screens
0: behind them and everything. Yeah, it's
1: pretty cool. It's nuts.
0: I don't I think that's. I, on the, and it's
1: like, man, what an experiment this is. What it a, is. so What an experience this is to watch. Well, here's the thing. I, I was, but also like, man, sorry. What a time to be alive. And like, isn't it amazing how these things can get mitigated? Like, I know that businesses are hurting right now, the the economy's time. hurting, but. Can you imagine how much more they'd be hurting if we didn't have the capability oh, The that we have now, because like a lot of companies, like especially like restaurants, like they're able to stay in business thanks to like the information age that we yeah. live in. And it's just fascinating well, to you, see dude. these companies adapt. You
0: went to fucking Best Buy and they had tents set up. You yeah, pull I grabbed something
1: at Best Buy and, and it's know, curb service. they have like uh usher like leading cars <clears> to a tent where they take your ID, they go and get your shit. Put it in your trunk and you leave.
0: That's fucking sick. Yeah, yeah. And I like, mean, I, I mean, I, I, it's not great. I mean, me and Dean were kidding one time and said, "Hey, dude, remember when we were able to go grab a burger
1: somewhere? <laughs> like, you
0: know what I mean?" Or like I said this the other hey, last remember, night. Remember
1: Starbucks? Yeah, I do. Said, you remember
0: sta- remember good coffee, Jay? I have good coffee. But I need it. Just, I'm dying. So so I said this to Laura. We were watching this thing on TV last night, and all of a sudden, there's a commercial that came on. And there was a plane taken off, and you know they're still showing travel
1: commercials, right? And I go, "Hey, Laura, remember when we used to take those things and fly around the world, bro? I have a <laughs> I have a flight booked off to New Orleans on the 23rd of April. Obviously, I'm not going, but I booked that flight about two weeks ago. Two weeks ago, yeah. I paid twenty nine dollars round yeah, trip. That's insane. And I booked the Crown Plaza in the middle of the French Quarter for seventy nine dollars oh, a night. French Quarter is awesome. They're allowing me to rebook it at the same rate. Really? So we'll go in like July. I was gonna say July or June. Bucks round trip. Fuck yeah. And we'll stay at the Crown Plaza. That's dope, dude. So I would like, totally you go. No, hey, you know, I mean now you've it, never been in New
0: Orleans, huh? No. Oh, and that's I, awesome. I, I
1: mean I'm I'm guessing that if you were to book it now, they're not gonna honor like rescheduling it because like you should know better by now. But I did it at the very beginning of this where I was like, I wonder what it would cost. It, well it was like JetBlue was like starting to react to it where they, they weren't letting you book beyond April. I wish I bought JetBlue stock. Right? I know. Is it It's, $10 like, it's still a still share. good time. Is it? Fuck yeah, it is. Let's check it out. Um, What was I saying? But like, it was right at the beginning of this where like airlines were just starting to like really deeply discount to encourage people to go. Yeah. They were doing it to encourage people to get on planes. Now, they're just, people aren't just, aren't getting on planes. Yeah. So, like, I did it right before this started. Well, I'm a, sure if you do it now, the there's also going like, to fuck off.
0: There's also a ban in some states, right, from flying out and flying in or something mm, like that? Yeah, so there, Is no, a Miami,
1: one of them? Or? That's international travel. But, like, you can fly anywhere in the country right now if you want. Airports are open.
0: Ten bucks to fly I mean, to California.
1: Airlines are flying <laughs> at, like, 10% capacity. Um, a lot of flights are getting canceled. Delta just announced that they're cutting, or American Airlines said they're running 10% of their fleet Wow. I mean, so it's like they're, they are they got to mitigate costs.
0: Well, I'm sure because I'm sure there are still some people that...
1: It costs a lot of money to fly a plane with 10 people on it. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Across the country. That's a lot of fucking fuel. Yeah, it is. You probably, it's probably a loss between paying the staff, yeah, the pilot, and what, you collect 10 plane fuels, fares at what, $60 a piece? Shit isn't cheap, man. No. Yeah.
0: No, it's unbelievable. Uh, you know, I, I just think that that's, you know, how a lot of things are going to look... Um, hopefully when this starts to slow down. I just
1: hope that there is a huge economic recovery. And I, and I I hope that like the way America rebounds is the way America's rebounded in the past where it's like, you know, get out, really support small businesses, really go out and spend your money and help the economy recover. And like, I think for the most part company, like bigger companies have been doing the right thing in trying to like keep people employed and keep, you know, a mass, like, a, a keep the poverty level as far down as they can. And, like, there's a lot of unemployment claims, but I think that number is skewed a little bit because a lot of those people are temporarily laid off, hopefully. Yeah. I mean, um, a lot of
0: companies furloughed instead of just laying yeah, people so off. Yeah. So, like,
1: in theory, they'll, I mean, maybe not everybody, but in theory, most of those people will get their jobs back when yeah. the companies reopen. I'm sure there'll be some layoffs, but, like, you know, I just hope that, like, when this is over, everyone rallies to like get this country back to where it was. I think so. And I dude. think that'll happen.
0: I think that'll happen. And it, it's the way it looks like if like I follow the stock market and stuff, and I don't listen to a lot of the analysts. Um, but I, I think it will because I think as Americans, we're, we the one thing about us as a country is we don't sit back. You know, we don't take things lightly. We sit there and go, Hey, we got to get fucking back to where we were or better. You know, and I really believe that. Um, you know, I've been on this planet a long time, and I've, I've seen how Americans work, and I've seen how we act towards things. And you know, yeah. When the and and the thing about us is when we get hurt like this, and this is something that we've never experienced before as a country. Um, well, we have not on this level.
1: Yeah, I mean the Spanish flu. The Spanish will flu, ultimately still well, be I worse was, than this. I wasn't around. But times were I'm just so saying. different. And not to mention there well, were we a lot t- fewer people.
0: And we didn't have, right. We didn't have like elect- the, the uh, technology yeah. that we have now either. Uh, but I think that, you know, and again,
1: even when that happened, America rebounded. It took a while. And then the Great Depression happened. But even after the Great Depression, you know, in 1939, the war started and the Industrial Revolution started in earnest. Yep. And by the time the war was over, America had uh, had the best economy in the world. In the 50s. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you know, America pulling itself up by its bootstraps after crises or crises is, you know, kind of a a common thread throughout history. So like. The Brits will like that too. Yeah. And I I think, I think it'll happen. I I do.
0: I don't, and I don't, I'd be honest with you. I don't think it's going to be a slow progression. I think it's going
1: to happen. I think it's going to happen. I think it's going to be a V. Yeah. I think the I think it's gonna be a V shape where yeah. it's like, yep, it crashed in like within a matter of months. It's it be was right like back bang,
0: yeah, months. and I'll, and that's what a lot of like um, uh, the financial advisors are saying that they think they feel the same way. They think it's just gonna go down and then bang. Yep, you know we're gonna come back to life. Um, one of the things real quick before we go, as I was gonna say, was uh, you know about the vaccines too, um, and and the you know for different vaccines and flu shots and stuff, it took them three years on some of them to develop more than that. sometimes as many as like eight eight years. And like these dudes are like on the cusp of doing it within 18 months, which is 12 to 18 months. And like a lot
1: of doctors who have commented on that have said, like, it's going to be difficult, but it's not impossible. And they actually, I don't know a lot about it, so I don't want to go too deep into this conversation. But there's a new method of developing Mm -hmm. vaccines that instead of taking an inactivated or dead copy of the virus, they are using RNA sequencing, yeah I saw and that basically like making your body think that the the virus you know that there's a virus in essentially in layman's terms tricking your immune system and yeah. creating antibodies and apparently that process is a lot more efficient it's a lot easier to develop well the other quote easier the other
0: cool thing too is like the the um, the military uh, uh was it the army the uh, I forget what it's called. Uh, But they're highly involved in trying to figure this shit out. And they only get involved when there are pandemics. Like the Corps of Engineers? Yeah. Okay. Um, And they showed, like, the inside tour of their lab. Dude, they're doing, I forget how many thousands of tests a day with robots behind glass. Mm -hmm. And I was like, what the fuck? And they're like, yeah. And and I love that at the end, the secretary of, um, oh, what the fuck is he called? It's like he's like the secretary of the medical corps of the army he turns around he goes just like typical army guy to military goes oh we're gonna win like he's this is war for him like you know what i mean he's like going to battle with this thing and i just think that's dope man i'm like we have that in this country and that's what's cool about what we can do as a country is we don't we use all of our resources we don't just stick to one or two things you know what i mean um, so everybody working together, they're gonna, they're gonna do this, man.
1: They're gonna fix this. So one more thing. Yeah. Did you see the, they deployed the USS Comfort to New York? Yeah, I saw that. Did you know, this is just an example of fucking bureaucracy in, in action. You know why there were only three patients on it up until yesterday? No. Because one of the rules was that if you had COVID, if you tested positive, yeah, you're you couldn't to go- be on the boat.
0: Right. They were using that boat just for, um, they were going to, first of all, they started using it just for people that had, were non-COVID to take the pressure off of the hospitals.
1: So like if you had other illnesses?
0: Yeah. And um, also trauma victims. But what ended up happening was uh, Cuomo contacted the president and said, listen, I need this ship to take care of COVID patients as well. And uh, I guess Trump said, yeah, we'll do it. Get it done. You know what I mean? So now that's that's what they're doing now. Jacob Javits Center was only used yeah. for um the same Co- thing, COVID. Yeah, COVID. Yeah. Um that's where they were sending people. Yeah.
1: That's so, into the boat.
0: But I mean, that's what I'm saying like, you know, there is no like we said in the beginning. There's no political bullshit going on here. It's people working together to get it done. Yeah. You know, that ship is sick, dude. They sh- they showed the tour of that and like what it has on it and stuff. I mean, it's
1: it's a military Warship, It's 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 awesome. It's sick. It has sick. like a fucking like, it has like radiation labs. Yeah. And like an ophthalmologist. It's and it pretty has cool. Like, it has like all, it's basically a floating hospital. Yeah. Yeah. It's so funny. Some of the memes
0: I saw though, while, while you people were, uh, Getting pissed off about the coronavirus, she didn't realize Switzerland was invading our country. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, because the big fucking flag on the side of it. Oh, the
0: big. Um, I was fucking dying sermon. laughing. I thought I was like, "That's so awesome." Imagine if they
1: painted it red with a white cross. and right? they literally made it look like the Swiss flag. <laughs> but uh, I'm looking at this projection. So healthdata.org, Um, If you're looking for a resource, um, one of the many that I I would recommend is the uh, Institute for health metrics. Uh, it's healthdata.org and they do a COVID-19 projection. It's updated. Oh, like, it's like a model. Yeah. It's, uh, it's not updated over the weekend. So like the last update is April 1st, but it has projections for every day. Um yeah. And it's been so that, far. That's the one that accurate. they use, right? This um, is like the leading one. It, it's more of a simple model. And, and like the more data you collect, it, the rule with statistics is typically that the more data you have, the more complex your model needs to be so eventually this might need to be replaced but it's so far it's been pretty accurate yeah cuz um,
0: um, cuz the green heading too um i think when i was watching dr Burke's, um she actually had this up on the screen yeah. showing um, um so that's they're projecting
1: cool. that new york's going to peak on the 10th which um, is only a few days away 5 days away yeah. and then they're projecting that the country is going to peak on the 16th um in Massachusetts, I think, is earlier, the 17th. So, actually, it's about the same time. Um, although, the last few days without an update, Massachusetts has come in under the projection. Which is awesome. Which is a good sign. So, <clears throat> we'll see.
0: I mean, Charlie uh, has uh, Charlie Baker has, the governor, has a shutdown
1: until the, what
0: was it, the 5th? 4th or 5th? Well, there's no mandate. So far. I mean, that's what he well, said. Well, he
1: said, I don't believe that I can tell Americans to stay in their house. Um, but I, I but actually he did say I, stop hoarding. Well, the way Baker's handled it, I thought has been awesome. Oh yeah, I think
0: Charlie's awesome I think he's
1: been doing it. I think he's been really doing a good job finding the balance between ordering and strongly recommending. yeah, and like, but he's been very clear, and I think people are listening to him, and I think that's why Massachusetts is starting to see signs of it slowing down. um but we'll see. Yeah, I think Charlie Baker's a great uh, governor, I really do. Well, that's all I got, Jay. I mean, I'm going to go back to playing Animal Crossing and masturbating five times a week Whoa. to Animal Crossing. Okay. I'll tell you, some of those Final Fantasy characters from the 90s get great asses. Whew. I've been having some fucked up dreams. Okay. You've been having bad dreams? Um, I've been having a lot of coronavirus dreams. I haven't been dreaming because I haven't been fucking sleeping. The, the little bit of sleep <laughs> that I've gotten, I've been dreaming of things. I told you about the Chipotle dream. I put it on Facebook. Did I tell you about this?
0: Yes. I told you about the dream I had with Manny and Feeny. Yeah. Riding bicycles. So
1: that's, that's fucking right. weird. Like why? So my coronavirus. So Feeny, dream- if you're
0: listening and Manny, if you're listening, I dreamt of you two guys and the three of us were riding bicycles. I have no idea
1: why. <laughs> um, I had a dream that I was at Chipotle and everyone in line was standing too close and there was this one guy behind me who was like a balding, redheaded fat dude. And I got to the front of the line and before I ordered my burrito, I fell asleep in the dream. And he woke me up by getting in my face and I turned and I opened my eyes and I said like, you're going to give me the virus. So I ordered my food and I walked out. And as I turned around to look back as I was walking out, he was sweeping the floor with a big push broom and he was laughing at me like the devil. Going to- <laughs> and then I got in my car and I, Took a bite out of the burrito, and it exploded all over me. Jesus. And that was the dream. Dreams are so fucking weird, man. man. I don't know, man. I'm losing it. <coughs> no, you're not. But uh, all right, man. You well, already hey, lost it, dude. Listen, I want you to stay healthy, okay, buddy?
0: Thanks, thanks. Right. Don't touch my face, oh, man, you freak. Put my Get the in your fuck mouth. out of here. Suck my thumb.
1: Oh. It, come on. No, give me a white. Show unity with me. by Let's suck each other's thumbs.
0: Unity. What are we,
1: nudity or unity? Unity. <laughs> <laughs> nudity. I put the unity in nudity. Um. All right, that's all I got. All right, Jay, so what do you want to do? Well, all right, so stay tuned. Um, We're going to end the show here, but we're going to roll Pandemic by Echo Craft, which is Jay's upcoming new release. So uh, you're hearing it here first. I don't think it's on Spotify, yet, is it?
0: Uh, yes, uh, it is. Uh, it no, is? no, it no, isn't. I'm not, sorry. Right. It's only on uh, YouTube and Insta T- Instagram TV. All right. Um, but I am releasing it. Hopefully, um, DistroKid will be releasing it sooner than later.
1: All right. Well, that's all we got, uh, everyone. Stay Featuring Mr. Out. Adam Dallas on guitar. Everyone, uh, everyone, stay healthy out there. And uh, Jay, which one is it? No, no. I, I'm gonna. Oh, I'm you gonna got it. it? You're, gonna, you're gonna. We're gonna end the show. Okay. Well,
0: hey. Uh, and it. It. You know. Try to get on YouTube to watch it, Uh, the video that I put together for it. It's very dark. um, Jade. But it's a dark time. Just end the fucking show, please. All right. Fuck off.
1: There's still a lot. No, and public health officials want to make sure that we are aware of the symptoms. One
0: person arrived on a flight to
1: LAX with possible symptoms of it, and the airport is not taking any chances. to get worse. Patients in New York say they're in desperate need of personal protective equipment. The government's top infectious diseases experts on Sunday that the U.S. could face up to 200,000 deaths with millions of patients. Support them, help him,